0: Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Podcast with Melanie Dawn and Tanya Ryan. All right, thoughts and prayers from you for today's episode because I am so hopeful and optimistic that I can convey this topic concisely and with understanding. Um, So the inspiration for today's episode is based on, um, so I've been doing this thing. If you're, If you're new here, or uh, my name is Tanya also, by the way, if you're new here, I'm Tanya. Uh, Melanie and I have a podcast together, and she is unable to be here today. Uh, We do not get a chance to coordinate our schedules as much as we'd like, and so we're swapped back and forth sometimes. So it is just me today, Tanya, and I run something called the Wednesday Night Witches Society, and this is a monthly collective gathering where we hang out and we do cool witchy-based things. Um, so the last meetup was about money and um kind of a cool fun fact about my experience with witchcraft is I have uh never done a money spell that hasn't worked. And some of them work better than others and um what I do now when I'm doing any type of money related spell is I tend to try different ones because I Um, I should do them more often actually, but I just don't do them that often. And, uh, and so I kind of like to try different ones to see how well they work basically, but I've never had one not work with one little exception. I did try one off of TikTok and that didn't work. And I feel like that was pretty self-explanatory. So I was like, cool, like maybe I'm just not a person who gets their spell work off of TikTok and that feels right in my soul. So that's, that's fine for me. I'm okay with that. Um, but what I have noticed about the money spells that I have done is they feel really like, so they always work, but they feel really like wham, bam, very fast cash. And oftentimes, so the most successful money spell I've done was I got about $3,500 and, the least successful, but it was like a really like flit of a money spell. Like you can't even count, but it was probably like $20. Um, and it was probably also one of my earlier ones. Um, so this is what I mean. There's a wide range. Um, but I'd say on average, I'm getting at least $500 when I do a money spell. And then the last one I did that was $3,500. That was pretty good. But what I've noticed is, this is not like a sustainable form of income. This is not wealth. This is not money that I can rely on. It is cash that just kind of comes in. And just in case you were, you were, you know, the question is on your mind. When I say like, I get this money or it comes from somewhere, usually this is like unexpected sources. Like, um, for instance, in one of these situations, my grandpa, wasn't my birthday. It wasn't Christmas. It wasn't anything. And he was just like, I put a thousand dollars in the mail. And I was like, why? (laughs) That's weird. But thank you. (laughs) That's very helpful right now. Um, oh man. I just thought of other, I, I, these weren't spells, I guess. Technically it wasn't formal witchcraft workings, but I also got $10,000 and then $50,000, but those are separate more like manifest type situations. Anyways. Okay. But still, um, and those were grants so that they don't feel like cash in your pocket. So grants, the money is allocated to the work that you applied for versus like cash in hand. Make sense? Distinction there. That's probably why my brain didn't count them. Cause I was like, no, but that was for stuff I was going to do. Um, still a blessing though, not to discount that. Um, but long story short, basically what I'm trying to do is like build my street cred here on doing, um, on doing money workings. Like they work for real. Like I'm trying to like give you my resume so that you believe me, but I'm also going to be self accountable to the fact that, but I am not creating a sustainable form of income with these money spells. So I, um, was going through a lot in my, mental body uh the last little while and i finally sat down and i opened cards for myself and i don't actually do that it's not a thing i don't do very often um anymore i used to do it a lot and now i kind of only do it when i'm really feeling like i need to and so i felt called in to do that and what came up was this concept around energetically creating money so when i say energetically creating money i am talking about ma- manifestation practices i'm talking about spell work ritual um basically any form of you know quote unquote making money that is not like labor or physical or work or like the maybe more like again in air quotes like traditional ways of getting money now there often is a very very close tie to work so they can cross over and again I'll just kind of preface that um because I have also had successful workings that have resulted in me getting like a flood of clients, for instance. Um, but again, these are all kind of different workings. And the way the money has shows up, shows up kind of in, the, in different ways. Um, so hopefully this is kind of making sense and I'm not sounding as erratic as I feel. <laughs> so, okay. So I wanted to endeavor to work with, um, an energetic practice to create a more sustainable form of income or wealth. And I am personally looking to build this wealth in, I'm more interested in passive income sources as opposed to labor and hourly type of works. Um, but again, Uh, because this is such a new concept. So bringing this to you right now, I'm basically going to share with you this concept that I brought into the Wednesday night, Witches society. And I'm also just going to give you my notes. Basically, this is stuff I've learned since doing that working, which was, I think just over a week ago now. So, um, and, and it's something that I, I'm going to like you know, when I get into the actual nitty-gritty here, I'm going to basically send it to my Wednesday Night Witches people and be like, here you go. Here is like a voice note (laughs) of all the things that I've been up to after this money working and, you know, take take what works for you because it's been really, really interesting and really educational, I guess. Um, So what I saw in this reading was this energetic practice that I had never done before, never heard it before, never seen it before because... I don't know about you, but I've seen the word manifestation is almost like triggering to me at this point that I, cause I've heard it so much and I'm like, it now almost sounds meaningless to me. Um, and so this concept though, I, I, I've never seen heard anywhere. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm just saying I haven't seen it. Um, so I'm going to do my best to relay it to you, but essentially you go into an energetic, um, safe container so for me, I have two spaces specifically that I do, um, energetic works. So, um, in this one kind of weekend, you know, whatever we built this energetic workspace. It was really cool. I actually, I, I love it. I go there all the time, especially to do healings. Um, but it's called, they called it the workshop. Um, and it's, um, mine is sort of like a cottage in the woods and it's a very special location. Um, And so you, you kind of like assemble this place. And then this is like, you can do anything, anything you want to in there. So I've had like consultations with musicians in there, just like, um, kind of, you can call in people's energies and ask questions, um, do healings. Obviously like I've had people come in, I've done distance healings where they've come into this workshop and I have, and this is obviously this, none of this is intangible reality. This is all energetic visualization. Um, so again, hop on board and believe what you choose to believe and, and let go what you don't. And that's cool. Um, anyways, and so another one, space that I have for this is this garden space. And so when we were in the Wednesday night, Witches, we did this garden space. Um, and so, uh, in this garden space, we, um, found in our space, we went looking for, I'm just debating if I should just walk you guys through this. Okay. This next part, just in case, uh, if you're driving, maybe just hit pause just in case I'm just going to walk you through the visualization and it's not going to be a formal meditation, but it could click you in (laughs) if you're really sensitive. So, um, I just want to make sure you are not operating heavy machinery or doing something that requires a tremendous amount of focus. And if it does, maybe just hit pause and come back to this. Um, So I'm going to walk you through this visualization a little bit more detailed. And again, if it clicks in for you, uh, take it. And if it doesn't, then whatever. It's just a really detailed description of uh, what I created with this group last week. Um, So you're going to go through this door. So first we started off just by creating this door. You're kind of in the abyss of the universe. There are stars around you and that's what's surrounding you. And then you're going to cut this door into space and time this door will then have an aesthetic, an appearance, a look. You're going to reach for the handle. You're going to open the door. Upon opening the door, there's sort of this fog or a mist. It might have a color to it. It might be more clear, white, translucent, you know, that kind of thing. And as you go into this mist, you're going to notice a garden in front of you. This garden starts to reveal itself. And what you want to take note of is the size of this garden and Note especially what kind of garden you're looking at. Like, is there fruits and vegetables grown here? Is there flowers? Is it sort of giving secret garden? Is it a little bit more practical? Is it organized? Is it chaotic? So just you're just taking in the visual and you're kind of like building up as much detail in this garden as you can. So basically you're just like doing this sort of 180 look around and panning. Um, you can kind of take notes of the shape of the garden. Um, if there's a pathway, if it lacks a pathway, uh, is there a fountain or any kind of extras in there? So you just kind of like creating this space. And so take a few steps forward into this garden and, you're going to make your way over to a seat. Now you can sit on the ground, of course, if you want to, but there should be a place where it's sort of obvious that you can just take a seat. And again, from that vantage point, just just taking a look at what's in front of you. There is a little bit more to this visual. I'm going to kind of leave it out just for the sake of time preservation. Um, But what I want you to now look for is there is a net on the ground. So somewhere in your garden there is a net laying on the ground. I want you to grab it and then go back and sit down with it in front of you. And I want you to examine this net. And What you're going to notice is the type of net you're holding. So some people this looks a little bit more butterfly net vibe. Some people this is a little bit more like fish net or um, like big fish net, like fisherman fishing boat type fish net, like a uh, one you would cast. Um, and, uh, and I want you to just really pay attention to the texture, the color, um, if your net looks more worn or used, or if it looks like it's brand new, uh, the size would be interesting just to take an inventory of. Is this a really big net? If it's longer, narrow, is it consistent? So the netting, do you have? Is it kind of the weave consistent? Is it really tight woven or really loose, really wide? Like, are you catching big fish with this? Or are you catching small butterflies? Kind of what what do you notice about this net? So this net is going to be your new energetic tool for creating wealth, creating money. And so what you're going to do is choose a place where you are going to set up or cast this net. And this can be in the garden you're in, or you can choose somewhere different, like completely different. Um, I don't want to say where mine is specifically. I just, just in case, I don't know. I I'm, I'm like very (laughs) weird about like jinxing things um but you could set it up in maybe you have a favorite place in nature you could set it up at like over your workplace like your place of business where you are wanting to create income you could set your nets up over that space um you could set it up over your home just basically you want to set your net up where it makes the most sense to you and just feels right because the other thing about this that we're going to kind of get through in this conversation is you can change the location of this net at any time. You can also go in and add more net at any time. Um, but just essentially you're going to go set this up. And the idea behind this practice is that this net goes up and it's just like, um, I I talk about things I know nothing about. So this is not a great analogy, but the analogy that came into my mind is the way that people catch crabs. I don't know anything about this industry. So if you do, and I butcher this, I'm so sorry, but it's that you set up the traps and then the crabs go in and then you have, and then you got to go check, but you got to go check the traps. you got to go empty them. You've got to ma- maintain them if they get broken, if they catch something they're not supposed to. So these nets that you put up, you are meant to go in. Um, I've told my people just for the sake of the experiment, um, because we're going to meet again next month. I said, go in every day for a month, go into this visualization every day and check your nets. So here's what I've noticed in my checking my nets. um, Also that said, go in with the intention of every day. You miss a day, probably not that big a deal. My my husband said too, if you check the nets too often, you scare the fish. So (laughs) don't know if that translates, but, um, what I noticed about mine was, um, for one, I was needing to clear the net of debris. So there was things that it picked up that weren't money. And on that note, let's come back and remember what we have to go through, what money energy looks like. Um, so I had to like kind of clear off or clean off my nets. The other thing I noticed that was really interesting was I set up three nets. So I sent one off to the left, one kind of up above and one off to the right. And the only one that was catching money is my right hand net. And I associate right sides with action. So what my subconscious delivered um, to me as, as information was that I subconsciously believe that I have to be in action in order to create income. And that does hold up according to how I've created money to, my, to this point in my life. I have only ever created money through action. Um, which means, remember when I said my goals are passive income? So that does not bode well for my goals. My goal is wanting to create money that I just am receiving passively. So that would be on my left net. That's receiving money. That's your receiving, or sorry, that's your receiving. Left for me is receiving, and that's receiving energy, receiving money. So left net, empty. Up above, I don't know what's going on there because, I like I said, I put my nets out intuitively, and I will promise to share. If you're interested in this journey, maybe I'll update you guys. Um, but I'm I'm learning this process as I go. So I'm just sharing you or sharing with you <laughs> what I learn as I go here. So what's interesting was, okay, so I said that some debris was in the left and upper nets, I cleared that. Um, and in the right hand net, there was money. And so I uh, created in my garden space, I created a storage space, and I put what I harvested from my net, I put it in there. It wasn't very much. Um, and that day I sold two items off on Facebook marketplace that I've been trying to sell or I've had listed for a really, really long time and they sold that day. And I was like, okay, that checks out. Like as far as just, it's a little bit of money. It's not that much. It was a little bit of money. It wasn't that big a deal, but there was energetic money in my net and then money showed up in real life. And I was like, that's, you know, weird. Um, so another day I go in, um, and maybe I'll use this as an opportunity to talk about the way money energy looks. So another part of this visualization is, um, essentially going into, so you're going, you're in your garden space. And I actually think this, we did this before we set the nets up. Um, but in your garden space, you want to bring forth the visualization of not what physical money looks like to you, but if you were to take the physical away from money and money was simply solely and singularly an energy, what does it look like to you? So I want you to just like take a second to sit with what does money energy look like to me? Not money, but the energy of money because everything in this world is an energy. What does money energy look like? And if, especially if you're an energy worker or you identify as someone who is an energy worker, it's, it's probable that you can yield energies really, really well. But if you're like me, I identify as an energy worker and yet I struggle with money, but it's just an energy. Why? And I know that cognitively, but still the acquisition, if that's a word of money has been acquisition. Maybe that's the right word. Okay. Shut up, tiny the acquisition of money has still been challenging for me. I've always had enough. I've always had what I need. This will segue nicely into this whole, like, I'll share with you my visualization of money. Um, but I have had a hard time creating abundance and wealth. So as my experience laid out, I also had a really hard time visualizing money energy. Like it was like vapid. It was like this mist. I couldn't, I couldn't hold it. My nets weren't going to catch mist. That was not what I visualized for my nets. So I'm like a net can't catch mist. So right now as it stands subconsciously, I don't believe I can catch money energy. So that was also a really interesting, um, something to sit with. So sorry, side note real quick. If you're someone who knows like intellectually, again, cognitively that you have money blocks, but you just can't get them because this is me too. (laughs) I'm like, I know I have limiting beliefs around money. I know I have um, bad, you know, habits as far as my relationship with money, all this. I know all this, but I have yet to break the code. There's a part of me that's wondering if this practice might actually hack that code because it's just coming at this from a new Um, like basically I'm learning about my money blocks, but they're coming through as energetic and visualization, which is again, a space I feel a lot more comfortable navigating. So, um, again, if you're an energy worker and you have trouble making wealth, approaching it energetically could be a hack, right? So anyways, so stay with me. So I had this trouble bringing in this visualization. And so I did go into myself. And I went, well, you work with other energies. What do other energies look like? And so what I immediately did was, um, because I was trained by Melanie in Reiki. And so she teaches Reiki, um, really heavily circulating around the chakra system. And so that's what I did. I went, (coughs) well, it makes sense that money energy, first of all, would be no different than like chakra energy and healing energy. It's just, it's, you know, different, but not different, if that makes sense. So there must be, I'm like, well, what's, what does chakra money energy (laughs) look like? So I focused in on root chakra and I said, okay, what does root chakra money energy look like? And immediately, um, this mist sort of solidifies into this really deep red. I don't know if you've ever seen the color of garnet. But it looks like this really deep red stone type color. And it's quite big um, and it's very solid feeling. Um, and essentially, the best uh, um, it, it looked like a bowling ball, like a bowling ball of garnet. It had sort of this red halo, but it was this kind of garnet bowling ball size thing. And this moved really slowly. So, this big bowling ball, deep red, heavy energy moved really slowly. And subconsciously this, um, or th- th- what the message I took from my subconscious around that. And again, this just pro- has proven to be true in my life is I have always been able to afford what I need. Like I've never actually, you know, I've never gone without shelter. I've never gone without food. I, I, you know, paid my bills. Like I have always gotten by and been fine my whole life. I have always gotten by and been fine. And so that red. Root chakra money energy has been easily obtained for me, and I, and I say easily, I'm just like sitting there thinking with it, and I'm like, no, it. I I have always easily gotten what I need. I mean, sure, there's been some months it's been a little snug, <laughs> but I've always gotten what I need. So I thought it was really interesting that this energy came through as something that if you were to like you know hunt it down, you're gonna catch it real easy. <laughs> so. Okay. Cut back to, I'm, I'm a little zigzaggy here, so thank you for tolerating me. But when I went into my nets one day, and this was after I did the, um, the red chakra visualization, um, I had this big red bowling ball in, was it in the left net? I don't remember left net. Yes. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's right. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. And so I did the process of kind of like harvesting this or putting it away or whatever. And my bank account that day, I received um, $500 from the government for my like child care benefit or whatever. And I know, I know that that doesn't fully, we can't fully count that in this experiment for our purposes of, of um, creating money because that would have come anyways. So that's not... I'm not factoring the amount into because I track all of my spells to see their efficacy. Like when I said I've got $3,500 from this one, $500 from this one. It's because I track what money. I only track unexpected money that kind of feels like it comes from nowhere. So the $500 from the government, we were going to get that anyways. But here's what I will validate in my experience. What I validated in my experience there is that I saw it in the visualization before I saw it in my bank account. So that was what the cool link was for me. Um, and then there's another one, but I can't remember how it came through in real money. Oh, right. Okay. So then another day, so I go in and I do this like chakra visualization again and I do, okay, well, what does orange money look like? Like what's sacral chakra money? And so this came through as, um, okay. You know, when you were watching like, you know, old cartoons, like Bugs Bunny or, something to that effect. And they would show like a ruby, like they'd, you know, go in something and there would be like, you know, diamonds and jewels. Actually, this is really, Aladdin would be really good. That red ruby sitting. So picture that really like classic diamond shape, but like exaggeratively large, like bigger than your hand kind of a thing or about the size of your hand. Um, a jewel, like an orange jewel, so vibrant, so bright, just cut crystal luminescent, beautiful that was orange money. And orange money in this visualization for me was money that was created through um, me in my creative space. So this can be money. I related it to money that I um, make when I'm being creative. And it wasn't very much, but I harvested a bit in the right hand net, the action net. I harvested a bit there. And I got two readings booked, and um, so, anyways, again, it's just it, this whole experience to me is just fascinating and interesting, <laughs> and um, I'm going to just keep going. And I know I'm missing a couple points, but I'm unless I think of something, I'm going to kind of wrap it on that. I just wanted to share this as a concept, and especially for some of you that are energy workers and maybe you're in that same position as I am where that manifestation just isn't hitting and or never did. I don't know um or you just want to try something new cuz oh okay no there is more. Okay, so <laughs> the other thing I got when I went in another day was you know you're it's kind of like <laughs> Bubba Gump, you know, like your Forrest Gump going out and starting your fishing your shrimping company, okay. Forrest Gump didn't know anything about shrimping. Now he was lucky because he had Lieutenant Dan and there was a whole like universal thing that happened there. Now, but what you could do is go, I want to start a shrimping company because I just think that's a good investment. But you could hire someone who has like a lifetime's experience of shrimping but they don't want to run the company. You know what I'm saying? That's actually a really great way to run a company, run a business, is just be like, I'm going to create this business, I'm, but I'm going to hire people who really know this business or this industry so that my business can be successful. So you can hire someone to man your nets or your traps or your whatever. So I hired someone for my left and upper nets because those were the ones that were catching debris. I didn't catch excuse me, any debris in the right hand net. And, um, since I've gone in, I got this like, dude, don't ask me what, why, but this guy looks like a mole or something. I don't know. Does anyone remember those old books? Like, there's like the, the frog, the toad. I don't know, but he looks like something out of that book. Anyways, he's like a mole looking character in like a rain jacket. I don't know. (laughs) Like, let's. Let's not, let's not dig into that one too much. (laughs) This is like getting embarrassing. Okay. So anyways, I asked him to man the left and upper nets and after, and this is not linear. Okay. I don't remember what order this all went in, but after I did, that was when that bowling ball came through on the left side and my, my nets were staying clear of debris. I also got him to maintain the nets because another experience I had was that the nets, did catch money that like first time I went in, they caught. But then as soon as I went and harvested my money and took it out of there, my nets were slack and almost damaged. Like they were kind of like anything could just sort of get through. Like they weren't going to do their job properly. So anyways, so I hired this guy to watch the nets. Nets have been good. Um, And then the thing I did most recently, that is just, again, it's all just an experiment. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I set out, a trap. Like, so not nets, but I was like, cool, let's try something else. Let's see how else this works. And I enjoy, um, creating money in that sacral money, essentially like the money that is created when I am being a creator brings me a lot of joy. Um, I have Capricorn in my fifth house. So that really checks out anyways. Um, so I under the trap, As the bait, I put one of those orange jewels as bait, thinking, you know, whatever, like calls to like. I will let you know. I will update you (laughs) if you want to be updated, because I guess I'm probably not going to do another podcast on this unless there's actual demand. So, feedback people, message me, ask me questions, share your experience. If you have an experience around, like if you try this and you have experiences, I want to hear about them because this whole practice is new and you can become a part of me um learning if like how effective this method is so okay that's I'll le- I I will actually stop talking now and I will leave it at that um so yeah, please keep me <laughs> keep me posted if you try this um message me I'm on Instagram at Tanya Ryan XO um you can obviously email us spiritual boss podcast at gmail.com and I I would really be i'd I'd love to have more conversation around this I just think it's so interesting. And my experience has been so interesting. So I will keep you posted. And you know, if I'm rolling my millions by next year, we know it was very effective. (laughs) Have a wonderful morning, evening, afternoon, wherever you're at. Peace in, peace out.